Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to episode 151 of the Double Density Podcast with your host, Brian and Angelo. Double Density is your home to tech tales and paranormal primers. Now, first things first, Angelo, I don't know if you have spent any time on the internet this evening. I'm talking about Thursday the 15th, but Twitter was down for about an hour and a half. Oh, really? Yes. No, I, I didn't know that I was watching Ghost Rider with the family. It's the one show that we could all agree on watching at the same time. Is, so is that the, the remake? Yeah, on Apple TV+. Plus. The new season just came out. And so you haven't, did you try to show the original one to your kids at all? No, actually, because I'm not quite sure where to find it. I guess there would be stuff on YouTube, maybe? It, it was on Amazon Prime for a while. Okay, I can, I can so have I'm a look sure and see. Now, yeah. It's very 90s. Yes, I know. Uh, it, it coming, yeah, every single aspect of it from the actual Ghost Rider to um, the computer games that Jamal used to play. It was a good show. I think uh, it was like at the the tail end of where I would watch something like that because it was early 90s and it was in like, I guess, 14, 15 at the time. So. Right. But as we discussed, you also had um, cable television, which we didn't. So, you know, it was on PBS. So I was forced to watch it. You were able to catch the PBS channel? 33 and 57. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, UHF. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Kids, sit down by the fire and let us explain UHF <laughs> yes. to you. <laughs> the very concept of uh, playing with, uh, you know, antenna and trying to figure out where the best place in the house to put the TV was. What is okay? So VHF and UHF. What do they stand for? I'm. I, I, do I? I want to say universal high frequency. <laughs> I don't want to screw this up. Now that you're putting me on the spot, so I want to double check. Let's see if my guess was correct. Universal high frequency, and I guess this will be totally wrong. Virtual high frequency. No, it's even funnier than that. It's uh, very so high frequency. VHF is very high frequency. Yeah, and UHF is <laughs> that ultra was my high. second guess. Yes, <laughs> I knew what VHF was. I didn't know it. I wanted to double check what UHF was, but yeah, UHF definitely the uh, the weaker of the. Um, and what was it? Was it universal? No, ultra high. Ultra high and very high. Yes. Oh my gosh. Original names, my friends. <laughs> original friends. <laughs> I was wouldn't just be ultra. Wouldn't ultra be better than very? Yeah, surprisingly. So I guess because the numbers in the frequency are higher, but it was the lesser, right? Because the preferable stations to have were in the lower band, right? Which was the very high frequency. It it wasn't like, see, Nintendo went wrong. They shouldn't have called it the Ultra 64. It should have been the very 64. <laughs> well, it makes me think of uh, the Weird Al movie, UHF, right? It was a public access um, station, right? That was a great movie. It was a great movie. Unfortunately, it uh, came out against Batman 89 and was quickly sunk in yeah. the box office, but that's okay. We all loved Stanley Spadowski. Yeah. Well, I mean, in retrospect. Who later became a, Kramer, who then after became racist. Yes, correct. And also tried to redeem himself on Kirby Enthusiasm. But that is neither here nor there. Double density. Brian, Apple event. Yes. So I'm glad that we're back on track here. Yes. Let's talk about a very boring Apple event, which I think is becoming a quick and uh, sort of like a regular motif here on the tech side of things. Uh, nothing that got announced impressed me. Really? Nothing at all? Nothing. Okay, well, on my end, there's nothing I want to upgrade to. The iPhone 12 versions are very nice. And I like the new slash old form factor because it harkens back to the iPhone 4 and iPhone 5. Right, that's a really good point. But uh, what do you, how do you feel about that return? I like that design a lot. And a lot of people have said this. It, it holds better in your hand. It's not as slippery. and there may be less of a need for a case in more ways than one, right? Because maybe it's easier to hold, but apparently uh, they've put a, a stronger glass on it. Actually, it's softer, making it stronger and more resistant to cracking. Yeah, I mean, so it makes a stronger cell phone, uh, which is good in a... I was, oh God, I can't believe I'm about to do this, but um, quick tangent. 
so my wife and I have been like on a good, bad movie watching spree. So we watched the second and third stepfather movies. Okay. I don't even, I don't even know what the first stepfather movie. Sure. So it's a, it's a, a late eighties, uh, horror slash thriller, uh, starring Terry Quinn of lost fame. Oh, when you tweeted that, I got confused and I thought you were, you, you were talking about stepbrothers and I didn't realize he was in that movie. No, yes, no. So basically it is a man who um, finds uh, single mothers and moves in with them and when he uh, when they displease him, he murders them. So anyways, we were watching the remake uh, with Penn Badgley, which is funny because he plays a, uh, a very Terry Quinn-like character in, in You. But uh, So he drops his cell phone and it shatters at one point in a crucial part of the movie, which of course always happens. And so it just made me think if he had a, a newer gen phone, he wouldn't have to worry about that. Oh, so the, the, he's being typecast in the creepy guy uh, role, I guess. No, but he was the savior in that movie. He was the son oh. who was saving his mom. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, yeah. Well, back to the iPhones. <laughs> yes. um, they're nice. If I needed a new phone, I'd get one. But I, like, I know this is bad of me to say as a tech podcaster, but I don't need to upgrade my three-year-old phone. Wow, what a, what a hot take here we got. Right? Isn't it terrible that I have a tech podcast and I'm not rushing out to buy the newest, greatest thing? It's so but, weird that you don't want to spend money right now. Yeah, I, I think we should be saving our money right now. Look, if I need a new phone this year, great, I'll buy an iPhone 12. Probably not a Pro, because they're really expensive. Uh, you could buy an iMac, uh, an iMac for that price. Well, not necessarily an iMac, but maybe a, a MacBook. So why would you get a 12 and not an 11? Are they still selling the 11? I would imagine so. I don't see why not. There's still stock in the world for 11. Uh, it's not in Apple's lineup. Or is it? Oh, no, I think, yes. I think you can get the 11. Um, you know why? Um, all models now have OLED, and I've been intrigued by getting an OLED screen. And the, how, is the, that, how is that going to concretely change your life? I'm very curious. And I don't mean that like, like a, in a gotcha moment. I mean that like very seriously. It wouldn't. No, it just, it's just a nicer thing to have. And the 11 is, what, 100 bucks less than the, than the 12? Yeah. So for 100 bucks, you get a much better screen. I don't know. Have you compared? You have both in your house, right? You have an i uh, an eleven. You have an iPhone eleven and a uh, eleven Pro, right? Yeah. So I I haven't actually like touched my wife's cell phone for more than a couple seconds at a time. So okay. I haven't really had time to sit down and look at it. I would say next time you get a chance, hold them side by side because the LCD screen. I, I only, I've only seen an iPhone eleven, and the screen is fantastic. It's better than the iPhone eight screen. But from what I've understood, is if you hold them side by side, there is quite a difference. Okay, so I'm going to give that a shot after we're done here. I'm going to tell her for no reason at all to just give me her cell phone. Give me your phone and yeah, all your and money. I'll, re- I'll recreate like, of all your money. a lot of, of the scenes that we've seen in the Stepfather sequels. Okay, perfect. So yeah, I don't really, like at this point, I think I've made, I'm kind of like banging on the familiar drum here, but once again, like refinements, not really necessarily like uh, uh, life-changing things going on here. 5G though, Apple really wants us to love 5G. Yeah, we love getting cancer. We love COVID. Yeah, that's and that's what those towers do. Don't get us wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like, listen, we're out here spreading the news. This is Patriot Hour yeah. um, with Brian and Angelo. Five uh, G is the devil. Don't drink uh, tap water, right? No, never. And uh, only don't, drink uh, bleach. <laughs> don't get uh, vaccinated. Yeah. All right. And if anybody can't tell, we're joking. Uh, you're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> Either that or this is your first episode of Double Density. And in, yeah. th- in that case, like, welcome. We're here yeah. to talk. Hey, no, we're not crazy. So no, 5G <laughs> doesn't cause anything. But no, exactly. Uh, is it necessary? Like, that's the thing. I've, uh, I'm not convinced that I really need 5G. And especially now, that's another reason I wouldn't buy an iPhone just yet. Well, would you even really have a 5G tower in your neck of the woods just yet? 
No, I, I would have to be in the city. Yeah, exactly. Which, uh, for the foreseeable future, I will not be going to very often. So check one out for me. And also off of Wi-Fi, right? So you actually have 5G um, on your for in your area, I think. Yes, we do. But yeah. uh, I, I have not used it or can I use it? You know, I no, don't, you can't. Uh, exactly. So this is the first uh, iteration of this new iPhone model. I usually like to wait till the next one. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'll yeah. always get the S model. They haven't been doing S models anymore. Um, something that might be of interest to you, though, because you like the smaller size, is the uh, iPhone 12 mini. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, size-wise, very interesting. It's comparable to the newer SE they're pushing out. Um, so I'm not mad about that. Smaller, uh, slightly smaller size, bigger screen, though, which is kind of fun, I guess, because there's no bezels. Yeah, so it just it hangs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be, I, I mean, like, if, unfortunately, like, knock on wood, I have, you know, Apple Care and stuff, but if something were to happen to my phone, it'd be nice to know that there's something comparable out there for me to get. Yeah, uh, and uh, the price of the Mini is not too bad. So, not bad phones, not bad at all. There's some great features. The cameras, as usual, are leaps and bounds better, better than the last time. They're always improving them so much. They're so good. The iPhone 12 Pro Max <laughs> has the best camera of the bunch. Now they've made it where the bigger phone has the best features. Last year, both iPhone 11 Pros, about both the Max and the regular size, had the exact same features, just the screen exactly, size. Yeah. In this case, the camera is a lot better in some regards in the Max. In some cases, being very much professional level quality cameras. I guess they have to do something for the Pro. The other confusing thing, of course, is that the 11 Pro is tinier than the 11. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like just uh, whereas, ever so, or ever so tinier. But yes. yeah, in this case, they've made it a little smarter. Where the two regular iPhone 12s, be it Pro or regular, are the exact same size. Yeah. Let, can we talk a bit about um, uh, the most mocked part of all of this, please? The uh, plug situation. Oh. <laughs> so look, from one side. I think it's great. Yeah, you're reducing carbon emissions by having to ship less containers. You're making less packaging, less plastic out there. Because yes, I know I haven't used the power brick in ages that came with my phone because I just plug it into other places. That's fine. It still comes with a cable, which is good. Not including headphones. Eh, people go through headphones like crazy. The thing that gets me is they say they're doing all this for the environment, which, you know what? Knowing Apple, that's probably true. You think but so? I, they so don't my mention. Whole, my, well, yeah, look, whole, mm. they don't mention the whole other part where we're being good for the environment. That's totally true. It makes a lot of sense. But we're saving a lot of money by shipping less containers, by using less paper, by providing all these, by not having to provide these uh, charging blocks. So they're saving a lot of money. The phones cost the same. They could have lowered the price. Let's say or built the price lowered in. by thirty bucks. Just thirty yeah. bucks. Yeah. Who cares? So yeah, my big problem is I still use my brick to charge my phone here and I'm not the only person I know who doesn't. So the idea uh, is now Apple opening the door to, um, you know, a, an Apple user going to buy a third party um, brick in order to charge their cellular telephone. They have lowered the prices from what I understand of the bricks. Like, so the one, it comes actually with a USB-C cable. I got one of those USB-C cables with my AirPods Pro and the advantage of those USB-C lightning cables are that they do quick charging. The thing is, is I had nothing to plug it into. I had no quick charging uh, power adapter, but I got one from Anchor, and it was a good price. It had it was five USB uh, A. Is that the right one? Yeah, USB A, 
with regular power adapters and regular power goes through it, I guess like 10 watts or whatever. And then there's a, a quick charge 30 watt adapter, which it's incredible how fast it charges my iPad Pro. Because my iPad Pro is huge and takes a long time to charge with a regular adapter and it charges way faster. Right. So here's the confusing thing for me, right? So no, no headphones at all, right? Nothing. That, yeah, that kind of bugs me. Yeah, so I mean, the thing is, they're now charging 20 bucks extra, so they couldn't uh, charge an extra 20 bucks and throw it in there? Well, that's, I guess you're getting a choice. I would have liked that if it was, and I, I've heard this on other podcasts, so it's not an original point, but I like the idea of, you're buying your iPhone, right? It's whatever cost. So it's, let's say, $980. Oh, for an extra $20, we'll add the headphones. So they're actually making money. This is just a a giant marketing scheme to make slightly more money. Look, like I said, I understand the environmental aspect. I think that is sincere, unlike you. I think it's nonsense. You think it's nonsense? I think it's sincere, but I also think that it's actually, the money-saving thing is a big part of it, but they're not mentioning it. Here's here's my very nefarious take on this, right? So I do believe that they are doing this because they, as you know, we've talked about plan obsolescence. They've sort of plateaued when it comes to to um, the smartphone market, right? So how do you how do you make more money, Angelo? Charging for accessories that used to be pack-ins. Yeah, that that's. I mean, they've always done that with a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. My eighty-five dongle, my eighty-five dollar uh, uh, MacBook Pro dongle. Yeah, absolutely. They will be making a lot of money, though, off the new adapters they have coming with these phones. Or they're not coming with them, but they're available. And they're reusing a name of a product that a lot of people loved, and that is MagSafe. Yes. That is actually pretty neat. I will admit that I like the idea of the case being held with magnets. The, uh, you know, you just throw stuff. I'm I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of accessories that uh, magically magnetize to the back of your phone. I like the watch charger it's similar to that uh when i put my watch to get charged it it magnetically hooks up to it to my watch it's kind of neat and i think this is a pretty good idea and next time or in the next few iphone iterations we're not going to have any more power uh port it's just going to be magsafe and that's it which will be interesting to see how uh people adjust and adapt to that right yeah, because a lot of people have Qi chargers now, so it would be that. I would say if that happens, though, they have to include that uh, MagSafe adapter in the in the actual box. We'll see. Either that or they're going to make more well, money from the race. And actually, they do include the cable, right? They for just now. don't include the power brick. I'm going to say for now for all these things, right? Because, uh, you know, uh, when you plateau out on your market share, what do you want to do? You want to, you know, wring more money out of your base. Well, it's true. Look, like I'm, like I said, I'm not buying a new phone. How long did you keep your phone for? You kept it for at least three years, right? Yeah, three and a half years, almost four years. So I'm, I'm planning to keep my phone for another year. Like I said, knock on wood. Hopefully, nothing goes wrong because it's probably still going to be a decent phone next year. But my daughter is going to start high school, so I'm going to want her to have a phone. Oh yeah, so that way you can uh, do fine my all the time and be super creepy. Always, always, <laughs> always. Speaking, speaking of family, though, uh, you uh, are using uh, a new Eero, right? Yeah, I got an Eero uh, not long after the pandemic started. So before I forget, what is an Eero? Let's explain this to anyone who isn't listening for the tech portion. Well, an Eero is a type of router, but it's a mesh router. So you usually you buy it in a pack of three. Um, the Eero is a company on its own. They were bought out by Amazon. A lot of people thought Apple should have bought them because it's a very Apple-like product because it's super easy to use. You set up uh, these routers in your house, you plug one in directly to your internet, and then with the app that you put on your phone or iPad, you 
they get to talking to each other, and then you have a mesh wireless system in your house, meaning that everywhere you go in your house, you have a better connection. You don't have just one router spitting out a connection. And in a house like mine, which is not very big, but it's three floors, going to the basement, you kind of lose your signal. Sometimes in the backyard, you lose a signal. And now with these three routers, you get a, a good signal absolutely everywhere. So essentially what you do have is great coverage. And uh, one of the features of the Eero, of course, is that it also has an option to, to filter based on a number of, uh, of uh, different parameters. It's an extra service. It's called Eero Secure. And there's two versions. There's Eero Secure and Eero Secure Plus. I had 30-day free trial, which was fine. But then it was going to be, I think, $40 to get a yearly subscription. I said, nah. It's not, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, right? Uh, $40 is what? It's uh, like it's two months three seventy five per month? Yeah, so it's not too much. But I still said, you know what? I don't think I need it. It's fine. Uh, but then around, um, I think, Labor Day, they had a deal where it was 50% off for the year. Uh, so I said, you know what? Let me give it a try. So uh, for 20 bucks, worth it, right? And uh, it's pretty good. It's been blocking ads. It's been blocking content. Uh, it came up the other day, actually, because I'd only put our kids on the blocking adult and violent content and stuff like that. All, all things like, it won't, blo- it won't stop you from watching like a Rambo movie, right? But it will stop you from going to like a site that's promoting gun violence okay. and things like that. So shouts out to uh, Ron.com, Ogres.com, uh, any other of the old school uh, websites you used to go see uh, Best Score too. Uh, yeah, I don't know any of these things, but no, exactly. Uh, it's it's Brian's youth. So, <laughs> but it was just my wife was looking for some uh, stencils to color for her class. So very innocent things, pictures of kittens and things like really funny things. And she clicked on one link that was kind of popped up on the side, and it brought her to an adult like dating site. And it was like an innocent website. It was really weird. And all of a sudden, this adult thing popped up. So I said, you know what? Let me put the whole family because it's not like we're looking at adult sites anytime. So it doesn't really matter. So you want to censor your wife? Well, I, I mean, look, if she was, if I, I don't know if she was looking at adult sites. I really doubt it knowing my wife. So I don't think I'll hear about it uh, her, <laughs> causing her any distress in her web surfing right, uh, habits. But yeah, you and I were getting to talk about different kind of web filters. And while like a lot of the, you know, the cut and dry stuff is really interesting, you and I both share this like um, neurotic streak in us that we we obsess over uh, all things medical, right? So you, I had a, a doctor's appointment today. You have one tomorrow. They're both done via the telephone. And so we got to thinking about, wouldn't it be great to have a filter that is like tailored on your personality? Like, you know, if you and I are, are both you know, uh, uh, frequent users of, of WebMD.com, for example, but I less so these days, but you know, you me too, check Le- much out. less so these days. Yeah. Cause everything, everything is cancer. Everything's going to kill you. My dentist got really mad at me. He told me from now on, I'm the only one that looks in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we both have encountered different kinds of situations this year. And so it's led us to, to, um, searching things on the internet. And I was saying like, wouldn't it be great to have a filter that sort of like tells you not to do these things and to sort of recognize your personality type? Yeah, it'd be pretty good. But unfortunately, it only blocks uh, like the worst of the worst. Right, so, not the middle. And, and look, if you like porn, it's totally fine. I have nothing against you if you like. Actually, that I don't mind that one. If you like gun violence stuff, well, don't listen to the show. Go away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't wait for you and your family to talk about gun violence together as a team. When when one of your kids says, Dad, I need to, uh, I need you to unblock this website. And you go, mm, no. And it's so funny now because I was testing it by like putting, looking up like different random, like I was like typing porn and <laughs> into like Google and stuff <laughs> to see if it would work. And it works. It works really well. But now when I go look, it's like, oh, why did he, why did all these sites get blocked? 
it doesn't tell you what got blocked and from where, but it tells you it blocked this many. It's it's really well done. So you're actually doing what we talked about last episode about like muddying up your digital identity, right? With like screwing up your search results. I guess, but it doesn't even get to it. Right, but I mean, what I mean is like on your Google account, you know, there's a, a log of words there, right? And you tend to oh, try to market guess, yeah, that I guess going on. Oh, I guess it sees that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. So you're actually so. doing quite well. Good job. Yeah, I'm doing my best. One last thing on the docket before we head over to the paranormal side of things, and that is that you had to go to a, I believe it was a FedEx? I had to go to a UPS drop-off center because uh, I noticed, well, my son noticed that he was playing Nintendo. Um, Not the original. (laughs) He was playing Switch, and he was playing, um, I think, Mario Galaxy, because we got the 35th anniversary Mario All-Stars thing. And the controller wasn't working. And it's funny because it happened to my daughter too. I kept telling her to st- stop changing. I'm trying to like uh, select something and it wasn't working. And she's like, I'm not touching the controller. And she was right. Uh, we had the dreaded Joy-Con drift. Shoot. Luckily, Nintendo now fixes that for free. So you just uh, put in a ticket and really efficient because they even put a big banner saying, look, we're delayed because of COVID and all that. And I said, uh, you know, I don't care. It's it's not they're fixing it for free and if it's delayed it's delayed it's not the end of the world but i i put it in on sunday and then that afternoon i got a uh, a ups what, what's the word i'm looking for packing slip, slip i guess yeah slip yeah uh, and the only reason i didn't bring it in on monday is because it was thanksgiving here and they were closed so we went, i went on tuesday and uh it looks like they've already received the controllers but they haven't started the repair so at least uh, at the very least like they're sitting there waiting to be fixed hopefully yeah, that is done fixed or replaced because they yeah. say if they can't fix them, they just send you a new one. Yeah. Do you are so how have you done research? Like how um, uh, well does a replacement do in terms of drift uh, afterwards? I think they've they've fixed the problem completely, right? So if you bought a new switch, you'd be okay. I think so. Yeah, I think they've they've made a few changes, but don't quote me on that. I haven't really looked much into it. I'm not the one that plays the switch the most. Obviously, my my son plays a lot. He impressed me. Uh, there's a free uh, download on the switch if you have a Nintendo account, an online account. It's uh, Mario 35. Yeah, it's a great game. Playing. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Well, he he's seven. He's been coming in first. What? Yeah. That's amazing. I've, I've been watching a number of streamers and some of them do and some of them are just real bad at it. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's come in second many times and uh, one time he came downstairs beaming and he said, look, and he had a big number one on the screen. That's amazing. Well, good, good for you for raising a, a, a pretty good offspring. I've tried it two or three times. I came in like 10th and <laughs> I thought that was good. 15th. Because the, uh, Well, the weird thing is that you grew up with the Mary One Physics. Yeah, and he hasn't, but he, he just learned how to hold the B button and uh, to run and then jump while holding it. Because oh, that so was a hard thing to master. Yeah, it is. Now he's all set up. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's kicking butt. Well, I'm glad to hear that uh, you, he'll soon be back to kicking more butt, right? Yeah, yeah. well, he, luckily for us, when we bought the Switch, we bought a Pro Controller with it because I knew I would rather play with that than the Joy-Cons. And I also bought another set of Joy-Cons a few months after. I think it was like a Christmas present. I bought the Splatoon, very colorful ones. Right. So at least you get, you set yourself up for alternate playing. Yeah, yeah. And, and the plan was for at least to have th- three sets of controllers so that we could all play Smash Brothers together. Which has worked out um, yes, somewhat well. Yeah. But now uh, one set was broken, so we sent them back. <laughs> all right, Angela. I think we've talked enough about all things tech. I will see you over on the paranormal side of things, my friend. Can't wait. It's the Legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. Those creatures from Ganon are pretty bad. Octoroks, Tech Tech's Libras, too. 
But with your help, our hero pulls through. Yeah, go Link. Yeah, get some. Awesome. Intense. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Your parents help you hook it up. Welcome back to Double Density, and as always, we're switching gears from tech to the paranormal. So this week, we have one topic and one topic only, Angelo, and that is a marriage, actually, of both the paranormal side of things as well as the tech side of things. We're going to be talking about a 2018 movie called Unfriended Dark Web by director and writer Stephen Susco. Now, uh, not necessarily uh, alien cinema here, but it is alien adjacent cinema. Sort of. I guess. Well, the first one was paranormal, right? So Unfriended came out in 2014 and it was about a, uh, a deceased sister sort of like living in the wires and things like that and doing stuff. Whereas this is a lot more of an earthly kind of, of um, film. And uh, before I forget, uh, spoilers, of course, are going to be pretty frequent uh, during this segment. So if you haven't seen the movie and want to, you should probably pause, go watch it, come back. It's on Netflix. At least it's on Netflix Canada. I don't know if it's on any other Netflix. It is. And uh, so I had seen this actually, and I watched this on my computer when it originally came out in 2018. And my friends and I uh, were trying to figure out something to watch together, you know, on a Saturday or Sunday night. So I suggested this knowing that it was really, really good. So uh, basically it's the story of a, uh, a guy who buys a new laptop and um, it's all done on screen. Like there are no camera shots outside of what a computer or, or a um, cell phone screen would, would show you or like a, a surveillance camera. Well, actually, it just stays on his Mac the whole time, no? Well, no. So there. Uh, so at the end, when he like, oh, is yes, on his okay, bike, yes, he leaves. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the girlfriend's on uh, the subway, too, with the camera. Yeah, but the majority of the movie is on his MacBook. Yeah, and what I really like about this is the mise-en-scene just hits you right. There's like no boring setup, right? It just, it shows you what's going on um, as it proceeds. And uh, I mean, I have certain points about the movie that we'll discuss later that I really did not enjoy, but I thought this was a really good, scary movie. It was fun. Uh, better than the first one. I remember not liking the first one. I don't remember anything about it other than than I, I thought the whole time I was watching, this is dumb, this is dumb, this is dumb. <laughs> Uh, I didn't think that this time. Um, the thing that struck me right at the beginning is the accuracy of their with the way they used Mac OS. No, because often in movies, I'm sure you do the same thing I do. You're watching like, that's not how a computer works. That's not what it looks like. Yes. Well, but yes, but no, because at the same time, like, for example, um, the main character asks his British friend to uh, get into a system and move uh, 500 gigs of data as quickly as possible, which made me laugh because like, unless you have like two like uh, corporate lines. No, I know out. that. Yeah, that, that stuff, it was a bit uh, much, but just the way it looked, the look and feel of the way they did it. And some really good shout outs to some good indie apps that I actually use like Daisy disc. Yeah. You were super excited. You texted me about that when you watched the movie. I mean, by the way, you're watching the movie in the middle of the day, which is weird to me. I was watching it in the middle of the day in a dark basement. Is that okay? okay? Okay, that's a compromise. Fair enough. Yeah. So what did you tell went, your, your family? Like, don't come down and scare you? No, is, so we still have, on weekends, we have a rest time. Um, between one and three, we each go to our respective areas and relax <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> that is, a, it's very Spanish of you. Yeah, well, we try to make the kids, like, uh, we try to make the kids sleep. But uh, no, I'll usually either, I'll sometimes nap, I'll sometimes read, and sometimes I'll play a video game or watch a movie. In this case, I had some homework to do for the podcast, and it was some pleasant homework to do. It was some pretty pleasant. Yeah, so uh, the way that it unfolded, I thought was like a, a very um, interesting and um, thrilling way of sort of like um, exploring 
different characters, but it was funny because uh, one of my friends who was watching this with me was saying uh, via text, of course, that he was praying for the bad guys to just win, right? So it's an idea <laughs> of like when you're watching like a slasher movie, like, uh, you know, like uh, you want Michael Myers to kill these kids, you want, or, you know, uh, Freddy Krueger to kill these kids, you want, you know, uh, Jason Voorhees uh, to go ahead and like kill these campers. They were all kind of irritating. They were in, in very, very different ways. So I was very thrilled when the majority of them, uh, you know, bought it. I can't remember how the girlfriend died. She died inside of the warehouse. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. The same warehouse we saw a video of. Correct, yeah. Uh, so uh, so let's, let's get to how it starts. I, it starts with him. So I was really confused at first because he's in this weird, um, he's trying to log into this computer with a question mark. And then he finally logs in with just the same question mark, which is the worst password ever for a uh, nefarious uh, group of people. But correct. So I'm wondering, oh, why did he get this off Craigslist? And and it's all this weird stuff. Who's Nora? Because that's the name that kept popping up. He tells his friends he got a new laptop because he was, I guess, he was using a, a really crappy one. And he's trying to develop an app so he can speak to his girlfriend who is deaf, and he doesn't know how to sign. Yeah, which is which is just weird to me that he's been with her for a while and yet refuses to sign. Right. Yeah, and then some stuff comes out about her getting a class for him and uh, to to learn the sign, and that's uh, that's why he didn't. Uh, that's why she's kind of upset with him because he never yeah. really went to class. But that's besides the point. It kind of is of the time, though. Even though it's two years ago, this is how people are getting together now. Yeah, it was funny watching this during the pandemic because of the fact that it is a very online movie, right? So people like um so a bunch of people that went to college university together um uh have a group Skype uh um hangout, I guess. Uh and they they play games and things like that or they'll just chat together, right? But people from different parts of the world. And then there's the idea of like meeting up at someone's apartment, but it doesn't happen because everyone's too lazy, which made me laugh, you know, given the context of 2020 where a lot of people would kill to be able yeah. to go hang out at their friends' apartments. If it was taking place now, though, it would be on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, or Microsoft Teams. Yeah, which is basically Skype. Oh, speaking of that, I, I completely forgot to mention this during the, the tech portion, but um, a, an Amazon package arrived yesterday. Did I tell you about this? You mentioned it briefly to me. Okay, so I was very confused because I thought this was the beginning of my own unfriended dark web. And uh, essentially, I'd gotten a book um, that's about all about like uh, marketing, copywriting, which is what I do in my, my day job. And uh, there was no 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 slip, no nothing. And uh, I figured it was either work or my parents had sent me something. Um, but I was very mystified when the doorbell rang. And uh, I had ordered something um, the day before. And I thought, oh, they had shipped maybe two of the same. Then I went down there and saw the Amazon package. And of course, it was a, a book, a gift from work, which was cool, but very confusing, especially uh, having had watched Unfriended Dark Web. It would have been more exciting if you found that it was a book bound in human flesh. And then <laughs> when you opened it, you unleashed the army of the of the dead. Oh, so I restart, I started rewatching Ash vs. Uh, um, the Evil Dead. That's on, a great uh, show. I'm waiting is. for the next season to show up. There's no season four. Oh, no. It got no, canceled. They canceled it, yeah. Uh, I so can't remember if I ended on a cliffhanger. I know. All you have are your Evil Dead books and movies. And uh, I remember back in the day, Anchor Bay had done a Book of the Dead for Evil Dead 2, I think, back in the day. So you could buy the DVD inside of like a Book of Evil. But it was like very cheap plastic that was used. So it started disintegrating. A lot of people were online complaining. It's so weird the things you remember about what you see on the internet. But none of this has anything to do with the dark No, mode. but it's, these are fun <laughs> sort of like paths yes. to take. Okay, well, Too here's, bad you here, get a, here's a something. random laptop in the mail. Yeah. So he finds this random, uh, so he steals, the main character steals a laptop they found in a coffee shop, That's which turns thing, out right? to be, it comes out. Yeah. So it turns out to be like a, a bait laptop. They all start playing this game and then he starts noticing strange stuff uh, because 
it's beachballing all the time, which is, uh, it's fun that they use that term because that's what people say, uh, people in the know of uh, the Apple world. And his, I guess his his friend in England is kind of a nerdy computer guy because you see he has rack-mounted servers behind them. Yeah. So, like with the lights and everything. It's also, like, the, uh, there's another character who's like an insufferable like conspiracy theory podcaster. Oh yeah, he's yeah. yeah I, I, we were gonna get to him. He's he's really irritating. Constantly using the word sheeple. And they, when he played his loudspeakers, it freaked me out because they made it really loud. They did, yeah, absolutely. He's now trying to figure out why this computer is beachballing, and his friend quickly explains that it's because the hard drive is full, but he can't find anything in this hard drive. And then he finally finds what's going on, of course, with the use of Daisy Disk, and uh, they delete everything. I actually recently used Daisy Disk to delete a whole bunch of... Well, they didn't delete everything. They, they discovered where it they, was. They discovered it, yes, exactly. So they found all these weird videos. Uh, it's funny, though. They didn't delete any of them, but then his computer started working. I just thought of that. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, <laughs> so that's one of the many points I had. The other bigger technical issue is when he asks his British friend to download the 500 gigs, he doesn't actually give him remote access. He just types in the friend's name. Well, that's how it works nowadays. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go ahead. and I want to gain access to your um, computer, so I'm just going to type in Angelo. Here. Thank you. All right, so, wow, you did really look up a lot of porn here, friend. We need to talk. Brian, there, did you see the show notes? <laughs> <laughs> hold on a second i gotta go ahead and do this oh yeah there we go he's he's now typing i'm typing hacker 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 <laughs> but yeah uh so they find all these videos and then uh it kind of devolves into this idea of like these uh people are uh, killing and also doing weird things to other human beings for money of course oh lovely the word fart appearing over and over in all caps <laughs> i've taken over your computer brian you've been unfriended and dark web oh perfect uh, thank you so much for that, Angelo. I'm so scared. The videos were really disturbing, actually. Yeah, they were. I mean, like, uh, my wife watched this movie with me because she's not a big horror person apart from watching really bad movies with me. And uh, she said it was, like, a way more effective horror movie than a traditional one because of the fact that, like, well, sensational, it's more plausible. And they look real. Now, so because of that, the friends start seeing this and they start freaking out. And there's this whole river thing, right? And it kind of turns into like an, an old school Doom, um, maybe Wolfenstein. Yeah, like definitely more Wolfenstein than Doom. Yeah, uh, pretty neat. She's going through the river and then they realize that it's not uh, Nora S, it's uh, Sharon, Sharon or whatever. Yeah, backwards. And now there's a whole bunch of them and there's only one now that's the one whose laptop he took. So he's threatening the girlfriend because he's able to find them very easily through all these different techie things that he can do. Yeah, uh, which is my other big problem is that they didn't exactly explain. So for example, like um, uh, the uh, one of the Sharons, Sharon 4, the first one, breaks into the deaf girlfriend's house um, and then it starts glitching, which is one of the things I really, really hate about, about these movies, the, that it, you equate like glitching out as like a, a digital problem. Yeah, they, I guess it's like they wear something. To, See, that would have been better had they explained a little bit of that. Yeah, they, that's not what my assumption was, is that they wear some sort of radio frequency thing that screws up Wi-Fi signals or something. Right. Also, uh, uh, very uh, confusingly, the Sharon 4 doesn't remove any uh, passwords. Like, he leaves the autofills on for everything, including his Bitcoin account. Yeah, they should have kind of realized, like you said, uh, that this was a bait thing. So they they basically fell into the trap perfectly. 
Yeah, because the the twist shocker ending here is that this whole thing was a setup and they were actually um there were and this is unreal but there were 30,000 people watching this which does not make any sense at all of course. Um no. but the idea is they were betting on all the different outcomes of these different characters. And so it was a game night, but not just not for them. Exactly. Yeah. And could you imagine if 30,000 people had been watching because at the end they get to vote whether or not the the main character lives or dies, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of silly. And then another thing, uh, something that bothered me you know, they got all kinds of stuff right with the way they made the operating look, uh, operating system look and feel. He didn't hear that truck coming to hit him, the van. Yeah, I, I guess he was watching the the scoring going on or whatever. Uh, but like, it wasn't like a Prius. No, no, it was a giant truck that hit him and killed him dead at the end of the movie. Surprise and spoiler. Yeah, so everybody dies. <laughs> yes. Then you see the girl. They had made mention of. Uh, a girl being kidnapped and a hole in her head. I forgot the the term that they found. Trepanning. And then you see her and like, she seems okay. Like she has like a scar in her head and then the scar breaks open and stuff starts leaking out, which is kind of the grossest moment of the movie. Yeah, it was, uh, it was by far like the, the gories, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they all died horribly. <laughs> yeah, but the, 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 they weren't showing them necessarily, right? So they, they swat the annoying um, uh, conspiracy theory guy by using bits of his podcast to call 911. Yeah, and uh, then putting up the loud music. How convenient that he had new speakers. I know, I know. Some of the stuff was very telegraphed from the beginning. Yes, it's a lot of convenience. The It's not the best movie, but No, it was but I mean, like, it, it merged our love of all things weird and all things uh, tech, right? The only thing that was missing was aliens. Yes, but I mean, like, we already have that uh, segment in VHS, too. Yes. That's oh, speaking the- of that, I also got uh, the McPherson tape on, on Blu-ray. Was that sent to you anonymously? No, that I ordered myself. Um, but I'm going to watch it either this week or next week. Can you call it the McPherson tape if it's on Blu-ray? Well, it's it's sourced from a tape. Okay. Okay. So I think I think sure. you can. Yeah, that's that's the defense I'm going with. But yeah, it was a really interesting uh, movie in terms of the setup because the thing is like it doesn't do a lot of the the usual tropes of like um, uh, character establishments, right? Because you learn everything through through dialogue essentially and through watching someone click around. Yeah, a lot of, uh, he was doing a lot of stuff while his friends were talking to him. He just mutes his friends and uh, he goes about his business. So I wonder if he does that like a lot, right? Because they didn't seem to be like concerned. Like if you and I and someone else were having a conversation online and I suddenly dropped out for two minutes, you'd definitely be a little confused. Well, especially for recording a podcast. <laughs> well, yes. Imagine I just, I gave you a minute of silence here. You should try that during your Twitch stream in a few minutes. Oh yeah, that'll go real well and they just won't start yelling my name over and over. No. But yeah. Uh, all that to say, I really enjoyed the movie. I would probably give it, well, like a, like a, a four on five, let's say. Whoa. Whoa. It was effective. It was interesting yeah. and different. I would say three, three and a half stars. Okay. So you give me a whoa for like 0. 0.5 on five. I know. I'm kidding. I'm just, that's why it was dramatic, Brian. Oh, I see. So, so you're just, you're, you're trying to give your, your acting chops here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very good. <laughs> what, so final thoughts, Angelo. Entertaining uh, movie with actual good use of technology. Yeah, not a f- perfect. A few, a few far-fetched things. Yeah, exactly. Not perfect at all. Like, uh, so I had a couple of explanations. Like, for example, like the main character steals away $10 million worth of Bitcoin. But of course, this computer would have a keylogger installable aisle, the different game masters, right? That's how I figured that would happen. Yeah, and also the way the river took over everything. And did you notice how like at first it was pixelated and then at the end it was like a very clear yeah. uh, CG thing? But the size of the app was very confusing. It was 500K. So I was just like, okay, well, I don't, I don't get that, but okay. 
I know. How do you get those graphics like that? I know. Unless it was, I don't want to get into it. Uh, Unless it was like a a gateway app. It came over uh, Bill Gates' dream of you don't need more than 6,400, what is it? 640K? Yeah. And also using your your 5G network to to sort of uh, bring this wirelessly to you. Was 5G even invented back then? They didn't have coronavirus then? No, I think. No, they didn't. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm I'm of uh, the sort of uh, same sort of ilk that you are. Really enjoyed the movie. I definitely recommend it to something different um, that isn't your normal slasher horror movie. But that being said, I did just purchase the Shout Factory slash Scream Factory Friday the 13th Blu-ray box set. So I am no, um, I'm guilty of enjoying stupider things too. Well, it is uh, Halloween month. So uh, time to enjoy your spooky things. It's true. If anyone wants to tweet um, their uh, Halloween recommendations to me, Brian Hasty on Twitter, you know, Brian with an I, Angelo at Angelo Furin. Go ahead and tweet all of your uh, filter findings over there. I started watching True Blood. Yes, and you were very confused by the adult situations inside of it. I didn't realize, yeah, that's the thing. I didn't realize there was so much of that. It's still very entertaining. It's actually, there's some good mystery stuff in it. So I'm enjoying it. I'm in season two already. Oh, perfect. Uh, but yeah, if you want to go ahead and uh, send us a tweet over at double underscore density on Twitter, let us know how you're doing. Double density podcast over on Instagram, where I'm trying to post more frequently, and I think I'm managing that. And then, of course, doubledensity.net is where you can find us. It is our hub for all things double density. You can read our host pages, which we probably should refresh a little bit, Angela. We should probably talk about running new bios. And then uh, you can also find all the different services on there that you can um, subscribe to because we have new episodes out every second Wednesday. So far. That so, well, I mean, we keep saying that, but it's, I, like, it, it, I like the bi-weekly thing. Bi-weekly is fine, yeah. But I, I was thinking about putting together a, a Halloween special, but we'll see whether or not I want to do that because uh, that is uh, more time. So yeah, this is it for episode 151 of the Double Density Podcast. Tune in as always. Tune in next week. Tune in next episode, nope. I should say, not next week. <laughs> as uh, I got excited about thinking about weekly again, uh, but then realized how much work that is. But yeah, tune in next episode as Angela and I decide what different platform we should jump on in order to get our scares going on and why it should be IRC. Angelo, see ya. TikTok for me. <laughs> <laughs>